This is the Shred Podcast. I am Scott Schweitzer, your host. We want to bring you the latest news and events happening at Shred CrossFit and discuss the topics you, the community, may be interested in. The Shred Podcast is available on all major platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Now off to this week's episode of the Shred Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shred Podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you. We are going to continue in our coaches series because we have hired some new coaches at Shred. And so today we are going to feature Coach Steffi. Hey Steffi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. Um, Steffi is our newest coach, uh, but she's been an athlete with Shred for a very long time. So uh, when did you join Shred? Um, I joined Shred about a year, year and a half ago, um, off of a whim that, you know, I moved into a new condo and drove past Shred to and from work. And I was like, I should try out Shred. So that's really how I found Shred. Just, you know, looking at the side of the road and then finally deciding to sign up for that two week free trial. And I've been there ever since. And you, um, did you do CrossFit at all before that? Um, I did a little bit. I of CrossFit in college, um, my senior year of lacrosse, I ended up not playing my spring season. So during that spring season, I found a gym that was close by. Um, and I, I was there probably three times a week. Um, but nothing too serious, just, you know, trying to stay active at that point. And sorry, that's my dog. (laughs) And, um, just stay active at that point and, uh, continue working on my fitness and overall health. So what, what is your athletic background? You mentioned lacrosse in college. Yeah, what, so um, I grew up swimming and then I started playing lacrosse in middle school and um, fell in love with lacrosse, did travel lacrosse in the summers and then ended up playing lacrosse in college at Walsh University for um, three out of the four years that I was there. Well, you know, I have a special place in my heart for swimming. Uh, so I got to ask, what were your events? Uh, my best event was actually the 500, uh, yard freestyle. I was a really good long distance swimmer. Only the best swimmers can do the 500. Yeah. So I missed, uh, I didn't swim all, all through high school, but my junior year, I missed, uh, states by maybe like a 10th of a second on districts. So, um, I definitely was a competitive swimmer and I loved that and it was a great way to stay in shape. And then um, kind of just needed a break from the chlorine in the pool for a while. And that's when I found lacrosse. Yeah. Well, missing by a 10th of a second after swimming 20 laps is pretty much a bummer. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a defeating feeling. Yeah. Oh, I don't, those, that actually gives me nightmares. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what made you want to be a coach? Um, so, you know, with my lacrosse background and I had coached a little bit for a local high school when I was at college, just, um, you know, in my, in the spare time that I had to be able to help those, those girls learn how to play. Um, realizing that, you know, I really enjoyed being able to, um, help others like exceed at what their, their, or not exceed, but meet their goals and really help them achieve what they're looking for within a sport. So it really translated well into CrossFit with, you know, being able to help other athletes um, just work on, on the little things that can make it, make a lift even more successful or just to help them reach their, their daily goal of getting to the gym and moving and, and getting a workout in. 
so it was really easy for me to make the decision to go ahead and, and pursue coaching. And with that, you had to complete your level one. Yes, I did. Uh, and so you're the most recent complete, completer of that. Uh, what was your big takeaway from the level one? My biggest takeaway would be that, uh, you know, it's a great weekend and you meet a lot of, a lot of athletes that are, you know, local and some that are from out of town and out of state. And um, it really is eye-opening because you think you know what you're doing and then you go in there and you break down the movements to like each piece, like, you know, where your hands are, where your feet are positioned, when you should, you know, accelerate through the lift. Um, so it really just was sort of, you know, breaking it down, looking at the small pieces, which was very beneficial and in, in learning, you know, where even as a coach um, and an athlete that you might be making a mistake at the gym. Um, that you're not even aware of. So it was really interesting to see the, the breakdown of each of the, the movements. Uh, can you believe how sore the PVC pipe makes you? Um, I literally didn't want to touch a PVC pipe for like a month after I took that course. <laughs> it was ridiculous. People were like, oh, you're going to be so sore. And I'm like, really? I cannot even, I think we probably did 75 to 100 squats, like with just a PVC pipe one day. And I was like, I'm done. Like I needed a break. It was a dripping sweat. Like it was like a legit hard workout with a PVC pipe. So when an athlete thinks that they have to go heavy to get a good workout, are they right? No. <laughs> have to go heavy to just pick up that PVC pipe and do some squat pauses and, and holds and you'll get a good workout in. Yeah. And you think Marcus makes you hold long for a, a position? Uh, no. no, not anymore. No, that L1 is insane. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, so I have a really small family, but I grew up in Dublin and I have one older brother. He's three years older than I am. And he's a physical therapist. He's actually been at, dropped in at Shred a few times to, uh, to help me with some uh, rehab stuff. And uh, so he's out in California. Um, so I don't get to see him as much as I used to. But uh, he's definitely somebody that I look up to and has uh, extensive knowledge in like the physical therapy rehab um, side of things. So, uh, you know, it's really nice to be able to turn to him if I, you know, have somebody who's like, hey, something's bothering me. I can be like, let me let me find somebody or find an exercise for you that can help with that. So that's a great resource that I have within my brother. And then uh, my parents still live in Dublin and, um, you know, they're about 20 minutes away from where I am now and get to see each other on the weekends and. I love going over there and seeing my two uh, five-year-old beagle dogs and hanging out with them for a little bit. So, um, but other than that, that's really like my close family that's in town and, and I, I love them. So as much time as I can with them, I, I try to spend with them. So. And you're pretty close with your parents. Yes. Uh, I would say very close with my parents. Uh, we typically see each other at least once a week um, or we're on the phone with each other. So um, we're very close. Yes. And you said you had two five-year-old beagles. Yes. And, and they I live have, with your parents. Yes. And then I have my new puppy, Luna, who will be 10 weeks tomorrow. And she's also a beagle. And she's been at the gym a few times. So some people have already seen her. But for those who haven't, I promise you'll see her at some point. And she's already Insta-famous. She is. I put her on Insta <laughs> all day long. Uh, so what, what's it like being the parent of a brand new puppy? It's a lot of work. Um, I definitely thought I was going to be really stressed out and anxious when I got her. 
Um, but you know, it's, it's an amazing feeling. Like she's so young, so she doesn't really like, you know, she's just sleeps and plays a lot, but it's really nice to like come home and she's here with waiting for me and is excited to see me. And then, you know, snuggling and just going on walks with her. So it's been, it's been a good, I've had her now for two weeks. So, um, you know, I've really enjoyed, you know, from the moment she got in the car, I, I texted the dog breeder and I was like, this dog already has my heart. So she's like my little girl and I do love her so much. And so what's the biggest change to your daily routine? Um, biggest change would be, I normally don't wake up in the middle of the night, but right now, because we can't hold our bladder for so long, I do have to wake up probably two times every night to, to get her outside. So it probably usually around like 2 a.m. and then 4 a.m. we go back out. Um, so that's the biggest change right now is just that change to my sleep pattern. So that's just getting you ready for when you turn 50. Yes. <laughs> kids. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I know you're kind of in between gigs outside of Shred. Yes. Uh, but what are you looking to do outside of Shred as, for your job? Um, yeah, so um, I just recently retired from my previous job for a little bit. I uh, just needed to step back and take some time off. So um, I'm looking at probably to stay in like the health and wellness industry, which is where my other job was, you know, the medical aesthetics world is considered health and wellness. So whether that be in the same kind of setting or in a different medical office, or even back at Rogue Fitness where I was over um, the quarantine shutdown, um, just kind of waiting to see what, what I really want to do and taking time off to reflect and, and figure out what's the best move for me. But I definitely see myself, you know, you know, tagging along with being a coach, staying in that health and wellness industry and, and uh, just seeing what, what's out there. So you, you worked at Rogue temporarily during the, the quarantine? Yes, I was at Rogue for probably a month and a half when um, the state shut down. We actually closed our offices, so I needed something to fill that time. And I was at Rogue during that time uh, working in the warehouse. Was it fun? It, it was fun. I actually got forklift certified, so I can now drive a forklift. And I was loading big freight orders into those like giant UPS trucks that you see on the highway. So it was it was a good time. And I met people that I wouldn't have met, you know, if I hadn't taken that job up. So I really enjoyed uh, my time there and I could see myself going back. So we'll see if that, if that pans out when I'm ready to start working again and, and go from there. I just saw on Instagram, I think it was yesterday that they're adding a wage supplement through the end of the year. Yeah, it's, they, I mean, listen, Besides that, I really, even if it hadn't been for like a, a pay increase or whatever for the temporary pay increase, I enjoyed being there so much. The managers are nice. The supervisors are nice. And, and I met friends that I still talk to every, every day through, through Rogue. So it was a great atmosphere and I really enjoyed my time there. Well, that is really cool. I didn't know that coming into this. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Open is a big deal at, at Shred and you've taken part in the Open um what's your favorite part of doing the open my favorite part of the open it, besides the workouts which are grueling but fun is just the sense of community that we have when you know there's everybody's at the gym and we're just cheering for for whoever's in the, the current heat and we get excited because you know we hit a pr or somebody thought they were only going to do this well and they, they blew it out of the water so i really enjoy you know the, just the shred community as a whole, even outside of the open, 
um, being part of that and being able to interact with everybody. And it's just, it kind of, even though we see each other at the gym, it's kind of just one more t place that we get to interact as a whole community versus like sparsed out between our class times that we normally go to. Well, those were all the tough questions. Now we get to do the fun questions. Okay. Okay. So what is your favorite moment as a shred athlete? My favorite moment as a shred athlete <laughs> is probably was probably when we moved to the new gym space that we're in right now. Um, when we had, you know, everybody was helping out at, at set up the new space and we were just kind of hanging out. It would, it's about a year ago now that we've been in the new space, if I remember correctly. So just hanging out with everybody and that sense of, again, community, like coming together, getting things set up, helping Marcus and Janessa get that gym set up and, and ready for the athletes to start coming back in was, was great. And that's something that I'll probably remember forever just because there was that community aspect to it. Well, they move every three years, so just yeah. get used to it. And then we'll have a good, every three years, it'll be like a refresh <laughs> on that memory. So, right. Mar Marcus just peed his pants a little bit after I said that. Um, so what are two things you do to keep your health and fitness goals on track? Two things I do. Um, I really am big into meal prep. So typically what that looks like for me is on a Sunday night, I will cook all my meals for the week and um, try to really follow that closely with what I've prepped. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going to go get like a cheeseburger or something as a cheat meal. That does happen. Um, that's the biggest one. I know that, you know, we work out so hard, but it, it also comes together when you're not at the gym. So, you know, what you're eating, what you're drinking. Um, and then other things that I do, like, you know, outside of the gym, uh, coach Jen and I were running a lot. So, whether Jen's biking and I'm running or vice versa, um, or we just hit another workout outside of the gym, just kind of focusing maybe not so much on the big lifts, but just the, the smaller things that we sometimes don't have time to focus on at the gym, like accelerate work. I, I lost you at cheeseburger. I was all, all in there. Sorry. Like, cheeseburger sounds good. Yeah. So uh, now we're going to do like your, your favorite and least favorite. Okay. So your favorite and least favorite CrossFit movements. Um, my favorite CrossFit movement is probably um, power cleans. And I do like to snatch. So I would say power clean and snatches. My least favorite movement is probably toes to bar. A lot of rig work because I cannot keep my hands from tearing. So that's the hardest for me is knowing that I'm probably going to tear my hands open on a workout. Um, and outside of rig work, I would say like a devil press or a ridiculous amount of burpees um, are both things that I don't love. All right. Your favorite and least favorite named wad. Um, my least favorite is probably Fran because it's so short, but it kills you. And I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have a favorite named wad, to be honest. Um, I like doing, Mur well, Murph is like Cindy. So I guess rounds of Cindy are good um, and training for Murph. So I would probably say like just working on like those uh, push-ups, pull-ups and air squats are, are a good workout. I, th I thought you'd say Grace. 
Because you could power clean, it's but the jerk, no? Yeah, but you know, that might be my favorite movement, but you got to be able to do everything. So you got to work on the other, the other aspects as well. This, this is my world. Like I'm going to make it whatever I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Favorite and least favorite healthy food. My favorite healthy food. I love my, I primarily eat grilled chicken. So if I can get grilled chicken on anything, that's going to be like my go-to protein. Uh, my least favorite, I do not eat seafood at all. So even though it's packed with nutrients and protein and those good oils, I just cannot bring myself to eat any seafood. So that's my least favorite healthy food is definitely seafood. All right. What is your um, favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal. Um, another hard question. I really love Harvest Pizza. Um, if I can get there for lunch, they have a lunch special. So you can get a salad and a pizza for like 11 bucks. It's delicious. So that's probably one of my favorite cheat meals. Um, and then I always, you know, Chipotle is always a easy go-to for me. Um, if I'm like on the road or just need something really quick, um, I'll just get Chipotle as well. All right. You're, you're in an open workout. You are, you are struggling. It's going, it's going horribly wrong. What song do you need to come on the radio to pick you up and get you back on track? That is such a, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> I would say, honestly, this is funny, but I feel like pour some sugar on me. <laughs> I know that's so terrible. But like, I don't know why there's a movie that Tom Cruise is in and he plays the main character and he sings that song. And I think I like how he sings it. So like, I really get into it. So I would have to say like the Def Leppard version, obviously, but um, yeah, probably like I, you know, I don't like scream music. So rock or anything with like a good beat or something that I'm like, this is great to just get me going. Um, but yeah, that's probably my, my choice. All right. Last question. Who is your favorite male and female pro CrossFitter? <sighs> um. I really like Noah Olson. I think that he has the potential. All right, this interview's over. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, Matt Frazier's great, but I think Noah Olson has um, really, you know, I follow him on Instagram, and I think that that he could have a chance. You know, he did really well against Matt Frazier last year. Um, he really just pulled away in that last event Matt did. So, um, you know, I always like to see new people, you know, come up into that podium and, and do their best. So. I like Noah. And then as far as females, um, I really like Katrin. So, I mean, there's so many good female athletes or, or Tia. Um, again, I follow them on Instagram and, and just like the content that they put out and the things that you, that they post that are outside of the CrossFit world, um, you know, makes, makes people, I think, realize that they're not just at like professional athletes, but they're also humans and they have, they have other things going on for them outside of the gym. So those are probably my favorite athletes. Yeah, your your taste and my taste in CrossFit athletes are completely different. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what makes the world go round. Yep. Right. We all have different interests. But I just want to personally thank you for coming on the podcast and, and introducing yourself to the, the whole community. And welcome to the coaching staff. Well, thank you for taking the time to ask me some difficult questions and helping the community get to know me a little bit better. And And when are you coaching right now? Um, right now I cover 
the 645 classes on Wednesdays and Thursdays primarily. And then um, we'll be starting foundations up soon again. So those will be happening on Saturdays. So once that happens, I'll be in the gym on Saturdays too in the morning. So if you want to catch one of Steffi's classes, Wednesday, Thursday, 645, check that out. And then of course you'll fill in where needed just like everyone else. So yes. Yep. I think I'm coaching eight classes this week. So there's a lot of subbing going on. All right. Well, thanks, Steffi. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Scott. And we'll see you guys next time on the Shred Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Shred Podcast. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Shred Podcast.